Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Kevin. And this is Mike. And um, Kevin did such a good job last week, I think I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) If I snore, just ignore it. There's no ignore. By the way, I grew up in a house with a guy. There's no ignoring when he snores. (laughs) A closed door is no barrier. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how they let you keep going back to those hotels. Uh, I don't stay at the same one twice. (laughs) Okay, well, we're here to answer some questions. Uh, Last week, I was down at the Continental General Proving Grounds in Uvalde, Texas, doing some training for some fleets. Um, We're having a good time. We're answering a lot of questions. People are completely gobstomped over some of the simple things we point out to them. So maybe we can gobstomp some people here tonight. If you have a question or a comment for us, please push one on your phone dial. That will put you up in the queue so you know I have a question. If you push it twice, you'll be erased from the universe. Of course, you've all heard that before. If we don't have enough questions, I will start singing and telling dirty jokes. I did no singing last week. I did tell a dirty joke. You did? Oh, well, good for you. I'm glad to hear it. Okay. We do have a question up there. From the 623 area code. Any idea where that is? No, of course not. Of course not. You want to guess? Uh, Virginia. Wrong end of the country. How about Arizona? Arizona. Well, yeah. Do you think he's home? I, I don't know. You don't know. I think he's home. Okay. Let's find out. All right. So we push the button. We push the button again. There it is. And we say, hello, Arizona. Hey, how are you guys tonight? This is Alex. Hi, Alex. Are you in Arizona or are you out? I'm out right now. I'm in Utah. Utah. Okay. Yes. All right. Very good. And what is new and exciting in your world? Ah, I'm tearing up steer tires. You're tearing <laughs> so up steer tires? Yeah. Shocking. You should yeah. quit buying those Chinese ones. Oh, these are Michelin. Oh, well, them French Why ones. Then. French ones. <laughs> them French ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell us your story, and we'll see if we can provide an answer. Okay, here's where I'm at. Uh, tires have around 60,000 miles total on them at the moment. Okay. And uh, they're uh, white they steer. So already we're kind of in goofy territory. Uh, They're uh, Michelin XFEs, uh, Mm -hmm. 385-65 R225s. Okay. And I had some underinflation wear, but I think I've got that under control. The problem is now... uh, Go ahead. And what did the underinflation wear look like? Uh, I was going at both edges. Of the tires, of the tread. Mm-hmm. Okay. And right, I've got go that to kind and, of, yeah, I've got that to did, kind of feather out. And, and you put, what, 130 pounds in them? I put them up to 135. 135, okay, all right. At what speed do you normally drive at? 60. 60, that's a good speed. And what do you do with this truck? Whatever needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of a body it's, it's is only that? Got it's, a, it's a W900, but it's mm-hmm. got a regular 12,000-pound axle. The previous owner had these tires on there, and I uh, was actually able to replace the big wide tires cheaper than I was uh, to get a new set of regular tires and rims. Huh. Um, I didn't have a lot of money at the time, and the tires were dry rotting. I bought the truck in January. So I had got to it. get New tires put on it. I went with the same Michelin XFEs because it's seven hundred bucks compared to almost a thousand to go tire and rim. 
I see. Okay, that's fine. All right. Now, what does the tire wear look like now? Uh, right now, it's on the inside edge. It should be a camber-related problem. No. No? No. But it's on the inside edge and what? Is that on the inside edge of both of them or one of them? Both sides, inside okay. edge. And what is it? He's wearing on the inside edge. Is there any feathered wear on the tire? Uh, no. It seems to be uh, pretty smooth across the top edge of the tread. Okay. Okay. Um, I sent an email in with specs mm-hmm. from the most recent steer axle alignment mm-hmm. uh, to the email listed on the MD alignment website, but I haven't heard anything back from anybody yet, so I figured when, you guys when did you, want to talk to When did you send it in? I can tell. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, would have been about two weeks ago, but two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, uh, September twenty seventh. All right, let me give you another email address, and if you can, why don't you just resend that same email to this other address? Okay. We're gonna look at it right now. Yeah, okay. we'll look at it right now. It's well, M. <clears throat> tell me when you're ready. At the moment, I don't have a data connection, so I can't send it in. Okay. Well. Without okay, hanging up right. on you. <laughs> okay, well, don't do that. Don't right, do that. But, but either way, does this... Does this but I have... Cons- I can read it off to you. Okay. Go ahead. Let's Sorry pass. about that. Okay. Um, now, my initial response, my first response was, no, it's not camber. But on further reflection, I'm wondering what this other owner was doing with this truck that he was putting 18,000-pound front tires on it. That's very true. Also, he was I mean, it, it's, in heavy haul. Uh, he was he, doing heavy haul with a 12,000-pound axle. With 18,000 pounds worth of tires. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it might be a camber problem. I'll be surprised if it is, but it might be. But, uh, but this wear, is it consuming an entire rib, or what are we talking about? No, it's probably, if I had to measure it, I would say it's about a half an inch of uh, the outside of the tire. Oh, just a half inch wide, just the width of your index finger? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe a little more than that, but maybe about okay. as wide as you can Oh, that's tram wear. Yeah. That's, okay, that's all right. A... Another whole deal. All right, let's talk about tram wear, and it'll eventually show up on the outside shoulders, too. Um. The steel belts that are inside the tire under the tread do not go all the way out to the edge of the tire or they would be sticking out the sidewall. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, your 16 or 18 ply, whatever this tire actually No, is. not the plies. This is the belts. Right. Okay. Now, that means that as the tire rolls through the footprint and the weight is on it, the rubber that is, un- is on top of the steel belt is supported, and that half-inch wide on the outside edge is not supported by the steel belt, and it wiggles more, and it wears faster about the width of the- your finger or the width of your thumb all the way around the outside of the tire. Now, yeah. a highway tire uses a decoupler rib, a, shorter, a slightly shorter rib than the, than the interior ribs, but it's, it's only a quarter-inch wide. And it protects that. And it keeps it keeps it from showing up in the in the, in the main rig, right? Tire. Right. But this is not a highway. <clears throat> and normally it'll only wear down. It'll call. It's called also called step down wear. It'll step down about three thirty seconds, about the width of your thumb. It'll stabilize and it won't get any worse. Yep, nothing to worry I, about there. I flip the tires on the rim. Mm-hmm. To move the outside to the inside to try and mm-hmm. even it out and space it. Should mm-hmm. I flip them back or should I leave them the way they are? No, you can flip them. That's fine. It doesn't really matter um, because it's going to show the, both sides of the tire are not supported by the steel belt. Yeah, it's it's very common if you don't have any other wear in the tire. If you'd never had the underinflation wear, that if everything is right, the inflation is right. You're driving at the right speeds that tire will normally lose the width of an index finger all the way around on both tires, on both edges. Okay. So that's that's nothing to worry about. That's all cool stuff. Yep. That's, that's normal wear for these kinds of big, wide For that type tires. of a tire. 
Yes. So when you take that tire and you put it into a, basically a highway operation. Yep. Now, if you want to check the camber in the front end of your truck, okay, there's a couple of ways you can do it. If you had a three-foot level at home or a friend's you could borrow, you park your truck on a nice concrete parking lot, you take the level and you put it vertically against the side of your drive tire, and you look at the bubble level and see which way it is, and then you take it up and put it against the steer tire and see if it's the same way. And if it is, you don't have a camber problem, do you? I would suppose not. Yeah. Um, so When I got the steer axle aligned, though, Mm-hmm. Uh, we found that double shimmed at some point on the right-hand side. Yeah. Okay, they yeah. stacked one shim on top of the other. Was uh, it? So I had were, them. Were, were they caster shims tapered or were they flat square blocks? They were tapered. Yeah, you want to get those out. You want the tapers all yeah, the same I on both them, sides. I had them pull one of the two. Yeah. Um, and the caster and camber, or all the caster, no, excuse me, camber levels right now are uh, negative 0.3 degrees on the left side of the front axle and mm-hmm. negative 0.9 degrees on the right side. I don't believe I the 0.9. I thought that's what was causing my wear. Nah. If, gotcha. if that was true, you would only have inside edge wear on the right front. Gotcha. Okay. Now, I'm, I, I don't believe that reading. If it was off, okay, let me give you an idea if it was off by 0.9, all right? One degree, you're at point nine of a degree. One degree means the top of the tire would be tilted in one inch compared to the bottom of the tire. Okay? Yeah. So if you stood in front of the truck and looked at the side of your steer tire and compared it with what you can see of the side of your drive tire, the steer tire would look like it was knock-kneed. Yeah. Okay? Is that how it looks? Really? Good. But- I can't exactly eyeball one degree. Yeah, one degree is one inch. I mean, you could see that standing back and looking at it. You, you, oh my God, the yeah. other tires are leaning in. Uh, if you took a, a a string with a weight and hung it up against your drive tires, a poor man's plumb bob, and you see how far away the top of the the tire is from the string and and the bottom's touching or something, and then you go up and compare it with a steer tire, you you'd be able to see the top of the tire would be one inch away from the string. When the bottom is touching. Yep. If those measurements, and then you can use it to judge how far up it is. If it's off by a half inch, you're saying it's about a half a degree of cancer. Yeah, and point three is not a big number. That that doesn't get me excited at all. No. Okay. okay. Awesome. All right, buddy. Thank you very much, guys. I'll just watch this wear and make sure it doesn't do anything else uh, strange. All right. You have a great day. Thanks for calling. You too. Thank you guys very much. Okay. We got we got through that one. Yeah. Have to figure out why somebody sent something that you don't have. 18,000 pound tires on a 12,000 pound axle. That sounds like a little overwork. Okay. We've got another call here. He's from an area code that I have never heard of. No, I don't know this one. 515. 515. Iowa. 515. Iowa. Do you think he's in Iowa? Is he in Iowa? Hey, sure, it's know. a nice he's Sunday night. The weather's beautiful. He's yeah. still here. Let's talk to him. Hello, Iowa. How we doing? We're great. How are you? Oh, I got a. I, I, I didn't get to catch all that guy's conversation, but it sounds like he's got a W nine. I've got a W nine, and okay. Uh, I, I'm it's I'm in Iowa, fun. and I'm looking for a good alignment shop. Uh, I don't care if I have to travel a little ways. I, I'm just northwest of Des Moines, but uh, uh-huh. if I had to travel somewhere, I'm looking for somewhere I could get into. Uh, my, my, my background's automotive, but, uh, mm-hmm. this truck of mine that I've had for the last five years, I think it's been jackknifed at one time mm. and it's all, it's always had kind of a gangster lean. I call it to the right where it's tipping down towards the right front. Okay. I can't keep, I can't keep steer tires on it. Okay. Uh, they last about 40, 40,000 miles and they start to shake. But okay. if you look at my springs. It looks like they're spread. Like, if you look at the left rear spring on the truck, I'm sorry, on the steer axle, this is what I'm talking about. If you look at the left side, it's spread out to the, like it would fan out like a deck of cards. Yep. Yep. On the back side. And then 
on the right side back, it's pushing back the other way. It's pushing towards the left side. And then the right yep. side front, of course, is going the other way. So I think yep. the axle's got like a setback on it. Well, and maybe. And this thing's maybe. always wanting to pull towards to a ditch. Okay. Well, we don't know if it's got a setback or not yet, but there's several things that you can check yourself. Okay. The first okay. thing I would like you to do is park the truck on a decent concrete surface someplace. Then okay. walk behind the truck 10 or 20 feet and look at the back of the cab. Now, yep. the cab will either look like it's standing straight up and down or leaning to the left or leaning to the right. Okay? Sure. Then I want you to compare the lean of the cab with the very back cross member at the back end of the tractor where the brake lights are. If they're okay. both leaning the same direction, then you have a soft leash spring. If okay. the back of the truck is leaning one way and the cab is leaning the other way, you have a twisted frame. Okay. And a twisted frame okay, will gotcha. cause a pull. And an alignment shop's not going to be able to fix a twisted frame. Right. I'm thinking, I was right. And, and that was a... I'm oh, sorry. He, he's real quiet. I, I have a hard time hearing him. Yeah, so I was thinking we should send you straight to Majestic Truck Repair because they've got the, str the frame straightener. And Majestic they got a protractor. Yeah, Majestic. Okay, now that's one step. The second step is, do you have a plumb bob and do you have a, a roll of duct tape and an ink pen I, and some tape measures? Yeah, I can get all that together. Okay, you go to the very front of the front leaf springs where the pin goes through the bracket and you plumb bob those pins down to the floor on the some duct tape. Got it? Okay. Then you go to the back of the truck, and you put two frame bolts on either side that are the same position. You plumb bob those okay. down to the ground on the duct tape and make marks. Okay? Okay. Then you pull Measure the truck away. You've got four on the ground. I want to know if the two lengths are the same and the two crosses are the same. Okay. Yeah. Knowing this was and that would tell me if I got my axle set back. No, it won't tell you setback. It's talking about the frame. We're measuring is the frame square or is the frame oh, side okay. swayed, okay? And you just looked at the back of it to tell if it's twisted. Now, those are the three frame measurements that I'm worried about after a truck's been wrecked. If those are all okay, then we can align the truck. If those are wrong, you've got to get the frame fixed before we can do an alignment, okay? All right. Now, another question. Uh, I've always noticed this truck's had... Uh, a dog track. It's okay. always it's always wanted a dog track. Sure. And when and honestly, when I bought the truck, I really wasn't too concerned with it. I was kind of I was more I was more doing the agricultural thing where I was pulling a belt trailer and I, I was just in and out of terrible places, you know. Mm -hmm. And and now I've got the truck back out on the road and I like the truck. Mm -hmm. The only thing it likes to eat steer tires. Yep. And. Uh, I run straight treads on the drives now, and it, it doesn't tear them up. Of course, on straight tread, you're not going to feather them like you would a, a treaded tire. Right. Um, I've, I've had it aligned, and it, it's always still got that, always wanted to shoot to the right, no matter what. Right. Right. If the frame is bad, that's why. Yep. Okay. If the frame is not bad, then we can critique the alignment and make sure somebody aligns it right. There's a number of people okay. in the wine area we could send you to. But yeah, but first let's find out if the frame's okay. Right. Yeah, okay. You can do that yourself, and if if it's a problem, you know, there's a couple of frame places in town, Majestic's one of them. Yeah, they, that can okay. be fixed first, but you got to get that settled before the alignment, okay? Okay. And now uh, well, my last question I have here is I got a 2014 uh, Freightliner Cascadia also. It's mm -hmm. a real low-mile truck, and uh, it's got that air-ride front axle on there, and I absolutely love it. And I was thinking Good. about buying one of the air-ride kits for this truck because it, it rides that much better than this truck. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think about those aftermarket kits, putting those on? I've seen a couple of them that work pretty good. Um, the ones that hook on to the tail end of the front leaf spring and replace the shackle. If they have the right, right structures to them and keep the back end of the leaf spring from walking around, they do okay. Um, but I'd be more inclined to reduce the caster in the front end of the Cascadia. No, no, no. no the Cascadia rides fine. The, no, the, the other one. I, 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 
yeah, the W9. I yeah. Reduce the caster in the front end of the W9 down to two degrees of caster before I would okay. invest in an air ride. Yeah, and based on the okay. issue with the spring, the, the springs being split, and make sure maybe you get the U-bolts replaced. And uh, yeah, there's, there's some issues there that need to be dealt. Yeah, with. we need to fix the other problems with that before we go playing with that. Right, and, but, right, right. That's exactly right. But there are ways to soften the ride in the front end of a truck without having to go to the expense and complication of an air ride kit. Yeah, sure, there's... sure. I mean, okay. It's a truck I plan on keeping forever, so I mean, I guess it's like you got to put money into them or make a payment, one of the two. You know. Yeah, so. yeah. I but, agree. I got no problem with fixing an old truck. I like old trucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where where you guys you guys got an alignment shop yourself, then or? No, we we got out of the alignment business ourselves when we started selling equipment to people, and they got upset because we were selling equipment to them and then competing with them. Okay, so gotcha. We, gotcha. we spend our time training and consulting and helping people do it right. Sure, but if you sure, go to sure. our, well, if you go to our website, yeah, if you go to our website mdalignment.com, you can go to okay. the shop locator tab and then you can pick a state in the union and it will list the shops in that state that we recommend. Okay. All righty. Good. I appreciate you guys this time. Not a problem, buddy. You have a good day. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yep. Okay. Well, that was a good call. I like that one. More here too. So we got we got a few more. We'd have to get through these. So five seven three is that that number? Five seven three. No, 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 no. Seven three two. Oops. Seven three two. Seven three two. Five one five dropped off. Seven three two is is New Jersey. This guy's from Jersey. I bet he doesn't appreciate that. <laughs> Maybe not, but what the heck? All right. I is bet he's still there. He's still. You can't get out of Jersey. It's so quick to. They go. close all the bridges. Oh, they close all the. Bridges. Yeah, you're oh, stuck. No. <laughs> well, all right. So Let's find I'm out. Say he's out. Okay. All right. Hello, Jersey. Hey. How you doing? We're good. And yourself? Very good. Thanks. Appreciate you cool. guys taking the time and the call. I'm oh, glad to do it. Um, are you Are you in Jersey? Yeah, I live in Jersey. I'm at home, so I uh, yes. I got my text message, and I figured it's my opportunity to talk to you guys. All right. What do you want to talk about? The politics, okay. the weather, religion? Sports. Nah, Sports. leave that for another day. Let, why don't we talk okay. about tires? Tires. What a revolutionary idea. <laughs> there you go. They go round and round. What a revolution. Round and round. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got Yokohama Drives. Okay. Uh same tire I've had on my truck. Uh, this is the second time I bought the same tire. Mm-hmm. I have a wear pattern that when you rub the tire, can I guess? Can I guess? Huh? Huh? Can I? Can I? Can I? Guess? Yeah. Can I guess? Please, right. please do. Go ahead. All right. You you lay your hand on the tread. You slide your hand around the tire toward the front of the truck, and it feels smooth. You pull your hand toward the back of the truck, and it feels sharp. Exactly. That's called heel and toe wear. It comes right. from engine torque and brake application. All okay. lug type drive tires do it. But the smaller and looser the lugs are, and the higher the horsepower of the engine, the worse the heel and toe will be. What do you mean the lugs? The lugs of the tire or the lugs on the yeah, wheel? The, the individual lugs on the tire. Oh, okay. The thing that's making contact with the ground is grinding away because of the torque of the engine or the brake application. Yeah, as you as the lug comes into the footprint and picks up torque, the lug gets twisted, and as it comes out of the footprint, it slips and flips and wears off the back half of the lug. Okay, and that makes sense because my truck is presently in the shop, mm-hmm. and I've had this problem going on for... Uh, probably four months, and I had it aligned, and the, the rears were one rear was only out a tiny, tiny bit, mm-hmm. so I didn't think that was the problem. And recently, in the last month or so, I've noticed that the braking is not as smooth as it should be, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what I was heading towards. I just have it in the shop now, and I was telling them the other day, I believe I probably need a brake valve. Like one of those equalizer valves is what I'm mm. guessing. Well, it could be. I, I'm not a brake guy. 
Uh, yeah, or it could be, I guess, the foot valve. But yeah, so all right, it, all it was. I, I had thought it could be brakes, so I'm glad that you uh, tell me that because I don't think it's torque. I think I drive it the same way I always do. Well, like yeah, I, the way I, you dr- the way you drive it's not the issue. It's the amount of horsepower the truck's got. When you let the clutch out and you start accelerating, the tire's going to twist. Yeah. Right. And as it comes out of the footprint, it flips. Is this is this wear occurring just on one set of duels? No, it's it's all eight all drive tires. Yeah, all eight drives. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a normal lug pattern. And it gets, I mean, the more the more the better rolling resistance the tire has, the the more likely it is to be susceptible to it because now your compound's softer. Your, the, the each generation or each model of tire is going to have a different susceptibility to it. So it's no surprise, really, that you're seeing it. The way to address it, the way to deal with it is just to rotate them, to get the direction of travel reversed so that you're rowing it the opposite way. Okay, but you don't think it's the – well, it should be the braking itself, though. If it's not no. the torque, it's got to be the braking. No, it, both of them do the same thing. As the, as the lug comes into the footprint and the tire twists trying to move you forward – the lug leans toward the front of the truck, and as it comes right. out of the footprint, it flips, and the leading edge gets worn off as it's flipping out of the footprint. Now, when you step on the brakes, that same leading edge that's flipping out of the footprint is the edge that's trying to stop the truck. So both braking application and engine torque create the same wear pattern. Yeah, and it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not uh worried about blaming anything the, the, because like we said this happens on every kind of like tire you, you buy a set of tires one set of tires they may do it more than another set of tires but they all do it if you if you want to look into your brakes and try to figure out what's wrong with the the, the uh how smoothly it is braking that's fine but it's probably not going to make this go away you just need to deal with it by rotating your tires yeah because this is the second set of these tires that I've had. The Yokohama, yeah. the same brand, same model, and I didn't have a problem with them. I've had the truck 12 years, and I've never had this problem before. And like I said, this is the second set of Yokohamas. The last ones wore perfect. Is there, anything that, the... changed, is there anything that changed in your operation in that time? No. Are you, You're driving the same no. routes, delivering the same well, loads? The, the only... The only thing that might have changed somewhat, I don't remember when I started, you guys always talk about pumping up the inflation. Mm-hmm. And I run them at 120. Okay, and now I that's used to a little run them high. around 110. Yes, and 120 will cause more heel and toe because as you increase the inflation, you shorten up the footprint so the horsepower is being passed down through even a smaller footprint so they get more distortion. Now, we talk okay. about pumping up inflation. We keep trying to point out we're only talking about increasing the inflation on the steer tires. The drive tires only need about 100 pounds. Yeah, by the book, they only ever needed 75 to 80. Right. So when we run them at 100, we're already overinflating them. Right. You don't need 120 in the rears. Okay, then that's the other part of it then. Okay, good. I'm glad we addressed okay. that. Very good. Yep. Very good. Very good. Alrighty. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate it. You have a great day. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Okay. And and it's, and it, we keep getting this misconception. I I want the steers increased. I'm not worried about the drives. Because everybody does the drives right. Right. And trailers. Yeah. They're fine. Okay. Next one is 573. 573 is not in the U.S. It's in Missouri. Missouri is not in the U.S. Well, for some people. It's the show-me state. Is he there? What are you going to show me? Yes, he's there. He's there. I'll say he's not there. Okay. Hello, Missouri. Hey, guys. How are you? We're good. You? I'm doing great. Cool. Are you you in the state? I am. You am? See, he's home. Sitting here watching football. Ah, who's winning? Colts. Colts are winning. Colts and who are winning? Who's, who's yep. Colts playing? Uh, Texans. The Texans. Okay. I want to know how the Cubbies are doing. I don't know. I think they won. but Well, they won last night. I don't know if they won today or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't follow the Cubs. 
Okay. All right. So what's up? Hey, uh, I bought an old truck. It's a 95 FLD here. Well, I've had it, I guess, almost a year now, but I'm not driving it. I've just been working on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, it had some unusual steer tire wear. The left Mm -hmm. one uh, was worn all the way on the inside of the tire, was worn Mm -hmm. all the way around. Yep. And the right one had just some unusual wear on the um, just the inside of the, in the inside of the tire, not all the way around, but like mm-hmm. that. But anyway, in the, I I put new kingpins in it. Okay. And uh, and the bearings were loose. So. Yep. Okay, so I bought your book. Yeah. Your alignment book. Okay. Good. My initial measurements have the right side about three sixteenths set back from the left side. Okay. Um, I guess my question is, if I'm going to take that loose and um, and get it right, mm-hmm. it's about it does have a five degree caster. And mm-hmm. should I go to like a, a lower a shim to make it like a two degree? Yeah. While I've got it, you know, apart. As well. Definitely. Five is okay. A no argument. That'll smooth the ride out a bunch. I, I, yeah, I don't have any history with the truck at all. I haven't put it on the road yet, so right, um, right. But I'm just trying to get everything right before I put it out there. Yeah, so, if I got to take the U-bolts um, apart to to correct the setback, I'm automatically going to stick some caster shims in to reduce it down to about two degrees. Okay. Okay. Um, it also is about. It does have an extra shim in the right side, which which makes it about a quarter inch. Uh, difference in, than the left side. Um, now, is the shim the shim you're talking about now just a square plate or is it taper? No, it's just a square plate. Don't care about those. As long as the cab's sitting level, I don't care about those. All right. Yeah, it it, it does set really level. It's just uh, you know, it's just a little back. Like I said, a quarter inch difference in the measurements. Yeah. If so, you took it out, then your cab would sit crooked by about a half inch. Okay. Um. I don't know much about, you know, I haven't done all the measurements yet, but just some initial measurements there on the front end. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the, now if, if the, that front drive axle is square now with mm-hmm. the, uh, with the steer axle, mm-hmm. what kind of shim am I going to have to uh, put in that drive axle to get? Okay. Well, before we get to that, are the airbags straight up and down and have we got the U-bolts tight? Yes. Okay, good. Then if and it, did you measure to see if the steer the drive axle is centered laterally under the frame? Yes, it is. Good. And when you ran your strings up to the front, you got basically the same measurement on both sides, right? I haven't gotten that far yet. Okay, well, um, you want to run the strings up and you and when your string is run up the sides, you want the driver's side string to be about a half inch further away from the steer tire than the passenger side is. Okay. And each sixteenth of an inch shim you put in will change that measurement about three quarters of an inch. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that uh, that sounds good. Uh, good. And you got yeah, our number got, in the yeah. book, so if you have a yeah. question, you can call the number in the book, and I'll answer. All right. Sounds good. All righty, buddy. I appreciate it, guys. All right. Have a great day. All right. All right thank you. Okay, we did okay. All right. All right, we still got more questions. We do. They don't want me to sing in. <laughs> this is good. We've got... I left my heart in Oklahoma. Questions. All right, 316. 316. 316. Kansas. Kansas. We did Missouri, now we're doing Kansas. How about that stuff? Yeah. Hello, right. Kansas. Let's push the button. Oh, there King, we go. Kingpin. You want to talk about kingpins? Sure, why not? We love kingpins. I had a reputable shop in Wichita put kingpins in, and uh-huh. you know, That's spent about two time. grand and had the whole everything checked over the whole front end, and yeah. uh, the truck wants to wander down the road when yeah. the hollow cracks and whatnot. Yeah. So I took it to another alignment shop and just said, "Hey, can you double check, maybe set the toe, because this thing is kind of a dream weaver." 
And right. he said he checked it out, everything measured out perfectly. But yeah. he said the only thing I can tell you is the kingpins are too tight. That could happen. I've seen guys do that. Mm-hmm. And then the they took a road wonder. Uh, there's well, two remedies. Here's what I did. I jacked it up, and I could yeah. have a hell of a time turning the wheel, you know, with the yeah. axle up in the air to grease the kingpins like I always do. Yeah. And uh, it, it's a little better now, but, I mean, this is an... I'm 1,500 miles out from this alignment that I had where the kingpins were put in. Mm-hmm. So just looking right. for a possible solution. The, the only uh, – assuming this is the correct problem, and I'll accept that for the time being, I would jack the truck up, and I would grease it and turn it left and right and then grease it while it's turned right and then turn it left and right and then grease it while it's turned left and turn it left and right. I mean, just grease the shit out of it. And see if you can get it to break loose and start driving smooth. If you can't okay. do that, then somebody may have to take it apart and properly set the kingpin because he's obviously got it too tight. And he may be too tight from two directions. The one direction is whether he had removable bushings or not, the kingpin may be too tight in the center of the axle, okay, okay. in the okay. bushings. The other way, it might be that he put too many shims between the thrust bearing and the axle, and he's got jammed up and down. You see what I mean? Okay. All right. Okay. The third. Now, when the I grease part, the shit out of it, I need to have the weight off the ax- off the tires, right? Yes. Yeah. So I want you to take the weight off and turn it back and forth. Now, then you can put it back down and turn it back and forth with weight on it. But beginning, I want it with the weight off of it, just to try and get grease in every place. Okay. Right. Right. All right. right. Now, the last possibility, and, and based on your description, I don't think this is it, but the last possibility is that it could be that the alignment shops, no matter how they measured it, didn't catch the fact that it is actually towed out. And that will give you road wander. Now, yeah. if, you have, if you have any duct tape, a tape measure, and an ink pen, you can measure the tow on your truck on the road. Right. Right. So you drive it it's into a, a 9400, 9400 International. What would the tow? What should it measure out to? One sixteenth in. One sixteenth in. Yes, the front should be closer than the back. If the front is further apart than the back, that'll give you all the road wonder characteristics you've got now. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, so I'm gonna, you drive that's, the, you that's dri- the deal. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is that drive, the deal where I have dri- the assistant help me measure it out? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You put duct tape on the back side of the tires, make little ink marks, measure across, drive the truck forward right. until the duct tape shows on the front, measure it again. The front <laughs> measurement should be a, a 32nd to a 16th shorter than the back measurement. But even, right. Even if that's what you measure it out to. After you grease those kingpins, if you've still got the road wander problem, you could tweak that in to more like an eighth of inch toe in and see if that solves your problem. Yeah, it, yeah, it could, but if he's got too tight, if he can't turn the steering wheel when it's jacked up in the air, uh, with, with the engine off, he should be able to turn it easy with the weight off the axle. If it won't turn easy, something's binding up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what I did today is I jacked the truck up, no weight on the tires, Grease the right. kingpins, yep. and then I took the wheel with my arms, you know, grabbed it at the 3 mm-hmm. o'clock and the 9 o'clock, and mm-hmm. I had a hell of a time trying to move those wheels, you know, to, so I was trying to move them back and forth. Uh, that, that, I could always move it with the steering good. wheel just fine. Yeah, it really sounds yeah. like you need to get in the... But I, but I would measure toe, just, just because measure I'd toe. measure toe. Yeah. Well, that's why I paid the guy 60 bucks to check the tow, and I kind of told him it was wandering, and I was hoping he would catch the hint and set it in a, to an eighth, you know, just for a try. Yeah, but but, but he measured it on turn plates, right? Right, I'm sure. And when you measure it on turn plates, it's all relaxed, and when you drive off of the turn plates and the drag hits it, six out of ten times the truck will tow out the minute it come off the turn plates. Well, only if it's actually relaxing. <laughs> so I would still measure toe. 
Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> and I'll still, oh, I'm going to maybe make about a 3,000-mile round, and when I get home, I'll jack it up. Or I might do it on the road if i got time. And greet it again, time. you know, just, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if I have to raise hell with the Kingpin folks, mm-hmm. just, uh, I'm, I'm, what's the bitch, that they're too tight? Yeah. Yeah, just take it in and I say, guess. this thing road runners all over the road. I want you to jack it up, and I want you to check if those kingpins are too tight, and tell them to try and turn it and see what they say about it. Right. Because every other time I could, you know, grab a wheel, if there's no weight on the, on the tires and the front up, I could easily, you know, spin it around. Right. But I, it Which took, is, took a hell of a lot of effort. That's That's telling me the kingpin's bound up. Okay. Am I going to screw something up by driving it with them that tight? No, you only you got a chance it'll break in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It, and Thank if it you, doesn't fellas. break in, they got to fix it. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you, fellas. You bet. Thank you. Bet. you. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Right. Bye. Right. A, a kingpin problem. Yep. In that special, it's got to happen sometime. Yes, it does. Okay. Well, we got a few more to go. This is a 215 area code. 215, 215. That should be familiar. It is Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Is it there? Sure. All right. Sunday night. He's watching football or watching the Cubs. Which is it, Pennsylvania? <laughs> well, he ain't interested in the Dodgers. Hello? 215? I don't hear anybody. I don't hear nothing. All right. Well, we got some others. So All right. Let's try on. another one. 904? 904 is Florida. Florida. Are you there, Florida? Hello, I'm Florida. Here. Cool. What's Hello. up? Hey, I'm, I, I know this is probably uh, pretty common. I got where it's got, I got getting a shake in the steering wheel at like 51, 52, drive out of it 55, 56, and uh, my Left-hand steer tire, like the first, the out, the inside is fine. The next rib in is like wearing really crazy, and the rest of the tire is fine. Okay, what? First of all, what inflation are you running? One ten. And second of all, what make and uh, size of a tire is it? It's a. Goodyear, low pro twenty two five. That'll do it. One ten. You need one twenty. All right. And that one twenty. Yeah, the tire's starting to get out of balance. What are you using for balance? Uh. Good question. <laughs> they got weights on it, or do you throw something in the tire, or do you have centromatics? We lost him. Lost Florida. I don't hear Florida. No. Hello, Florida. Florida. The hurricane, but the hur- no, the hurricane's passed. That can't be it. Yeah. Leftover residual. Well, we'll see if he comes back. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see if he comes back in a little bit. Goodyear uh, tires. Goodyear tires absolutely need 120. Goodyear tires need 120 pounds pressure. Yeah. Now oh, the- going out of balance. Now you're getting a vibration. The fact that he's driving out of it. Yeah. Well, balance. You can drive through it. Yes, and toe problem you can drive through it. Yeah. So I was going to explore the toe problem a little bit and see if it's there when you decelerate, or or if there's any feathered wear on the tire. But we'll start with the one ten. Oh, he is definitely gone. He's, He's gone. gone. All right, nine one seven. Nine one seven nine seventeen. That sounds familiar, but I don't remember it. New York. New York. I thought we know this guy. Let's That's where I got my pecanti sauce from. Are you there? Hello, New York. Hey, good evening, guys. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What's up? Hey, uh, I have a question. I spoke to Kevin last week about a vibration I had. It was an out-around tower in the back, so thank you, Kevin, for that. I did find that and got that fixed. Very good. Good. Um, I was looking for some recommendation on what I should... uh, I'm about to change the tires out at the end of the year, beginning of the year, actually. I'll kind of briefly tell you my operation and 
you guys can give me your advice on which way I should go with that. I do about 3,200 miles a week, um, 50% of the time loaded, uh, max weight about 55,000 uh, truck and trailer when loaded, the other time on empty. Um, I was looking at putting the Michelin stair tire all the way around. Um, would that be a good idea? It's a Florida, uh, Alabama operation. Oh, yeah, you don't need a lug oh, yeah, tire down there. No, I don't. The only difficulty, the only thing you should consider is a steer tire only has about 18, 30 seconds of tread depth, where a drive tire has 28 to 32. And so the deeper tread is going to last longer than the shorter tread's going to last. Okay. Now, the shallower tread... We'll give you better fuel economy. We'll give you better fuel economy. Well, that's what I'm looking for, fuel economy. And what um, pressure should I run in? The rears need about 100 pounds. The steers need about 120. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Not a problem, buddy. Not a problem. Okay, 215 is still there. Let's see if we can talk to him. Hello, Pennsylvania. There's Pennsylvania. Can you hear us? I don't know. Hello, Pennsylvania. Two one five. Nothing there. Okay. Forget about that one. Three oh six. Three oh six. There is no place three oh six. Well, this is a figment. Oh, it's Saskatchewan. He's a c- 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 Canadian. Okay. Well, let's hear what the Canadians Let's talk are doing. to him. <laughs> Hello, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good. It's a little past afternoon, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, I got a, I got an issue with. Uh, I've got uh, Yokohama TY five seventeen. Okay. And they're just, they're just getting to the end of their life. Yeah. Uh, I rotated uh, in an X pattern my drives at 60,000 okay. miles. Yeah. They now have 240,000 miles on. Yeah. And I never did rotate them again. Okay. And my front, my front drives are worn right out, mm-hmm. evenly worn out, which is great. Mm-hmm. And my yep. rears have quite a bit of tread left on them. Okay. What would cause the fronts to wear out before the rears? Well, that would be kind of unusual. Usually the rear wears out before the front because the location of the fifth wheel on most trucks is about four to six inches in front of the common center between the axles. And that means when you turn a corner, the front axle, because it's directly under the fifth wheel plate, physically pivots around the corner and the rear axle slides around the corner. Now, based on your description, it's possible that you're running your fifth wheel back on this truck. I'm not. You're not. If anything, my... No, it is ahead, uh, and it's probably further ahead than what you said. Ah, so it's possible the front axle's carrying more weight? More weight on the front axle is what I was thinking was the issue, but... And that would do it. I'm... Thought I'd check with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would do it. So now the question is, what are you going to do? Are you going to buy four tires or eight tires? I, <laughs> well, I just bought eight, but uh, I haven't put them on yet. Um, and I'm not sure what to do about that. If I should go ahead and put all eight on at the same time or just put four on it. Well, do you have anything you could do with the other four? Could you sell them to somebody? Can you make any money out of them? Would they make good flower pots? Oh, I'll just keep them. Hang them from a tree. I'll just put them on for some other day. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you if got you a got a way to use so. them, then I would put eight on. I always prefer to have eight of the same tire on. Okay. Okay. If if you had a situation where you said, "No, I only want to put the four on. I want to wear those others out." Then I would put the four worn tires on the left side of the truck and the four new tires on the right side. Okay? 
Really? We're, okay. We're, av- we're averaging the overall rotation of the axle by putting a mix of short tires on one side and tall tires on the other side. So the diff is actually turning, the two diffs are turning the same number of rotations. Got it? No, uh, uh, maybe I missed something. You... You're breaking up. In fact, you broke up. In fact, you so broke up that I can't hear you at all. Okay. Well, what you said was... He's coming back. Is he there? I heard him stutter. Hello. Yes, I'm here. I'm... Okay, we're going to keep... We're going to keep talking. If you put the four worn tires on one axle and the four new tires on the other axle, the taller tires turn less revolutions per mile than the shorter tires. That puts excessive wear on the power divider and will eventually blow out the spider gear. But if you put two short tires on the left side on one axle and two tall tires on the right side on the axle, on both axles you're doing this, then the spider gears in the side of the diff take up the difference in the rotation. They're immersed in oil. They cool property, and everything will drive fine. That's our oh, recommendation. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So, the, so the worn tires on the left side. Correct. Is that right? Now, why would I? Yeah, okay. Why would I pick the worn ones for the left side instead of the worn ones on the right side? With the crown, of the crown of the road. Of the road. Exactly. Yeah. I want to level the truck up. Yeah. Right, right. Okay? Okay. No, that sounds great. And what air pressure should I run on those, 100 pounds? 100 pounds should be plenty, unless you're carrying more than 34,000 pounds on a pair of drives. No, not on. Not very common that I right. I would do that, but yeah. So right. Okay. So 100 pounds yeah, should be plenty been, back there. I've been running 110 in them, but I just heard you say today that, a hundred is fine. So a hundred is fine because if you look at the load and inflation chart for the tire company, those tires only require between seventy and seventy-five pounds. Now yeah. I guarantee you, okay. seventy seventy-five won't wear right, but a hundred does just fine. Yep. Excellent. So, okay. Thank you. You have a good day. Appreciate your time. Bye bye. Yep. Okay. Um, we have been at this um, fifty-two minutes. Fifty-two minutes. We got a little. Eyes we got apparently. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Something's getting blown up here from the south. That's uh, my eyes are gone watering on me, and they hurting, and uh, but I don't have to see because it's radio. Right. So what's right. the next guy? Yeah, this is radio. Nine oh four. Nine oh four. That's familiar again. That was wasn't that the Florida guy? Yeah, it's the Florida guy back. Oh well, there's two nine oh four. Well, so. let's see who this one is. Yeah. All right. Hello, Florida. How are Hello, you tonight, Mr. Rocky from Jacksonville? Hi, Iraqi. You there? What's up? Hey. I uh, talked to you a couple of weeks ago. I was having an issue with the steer uh, up and all up there and everything, and got my steers replaced, called you guys in Daytona to see if I could get through there and get an alignment. Yep. And he re- he really wanted me to come back when he had power so he could use his laser machine instead of y'all's. <laughs> and I told him, I said, uh, well, I was wanting to do it Mike and Kevin's way. And he says, well, the... The laser is, is, is pretty new, and it's pretty accurate. And I said, all right, I'll find somewhere else. So um, they bought another system, so, huh? I guess so. Uh, was, that, that was the shop was, in Daytona. Daytona. So we're going to have to uh, check on that, find out. This happens to shops. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the big bosses get some salesman in there and convince them to buy a big, fancy computer machine, and they throw ours away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I said, okay, I said, I'll, I'll find somewhere else. So. I'm going to okay. find somewhere on my way back to Texas from Maryland uh, this week and, Very good. and uh, see if I can get it in there. But I'm getting ready. I'm putting my new steers on. Uh, Goodyear taught me into recapping my steers with a 572 tread unicircles. Okay. Because um, my casings were, all, were right at a year old. I'm, I'd never run recaps, but I run low pro 24.5s. Yep. And I said, well, I want to get where my rest of them are wore out. I got two bad ones on the drive from when the uh, front axle was out. I'm going to put right. these caps on. Should mm-hmm. I do what you were just telling the other guy and put four on and put them all on the right side? Because I want yeah, to go to you... 22.5 wheels uh, eventually. I want to get rid of these 24s because they're hard to find. Yeah. So you're saying that you've got eight worn tires that are in pretty good shape. 
You've got two worn tires that are kind of chunky, and then you've got these two recaps, right? And I got two of them being capped, yeah. When I get back, that'll get put on. I got, my, my rear axle are good. They're all flat, they're, but there's still probably 14, 15, 30 seconds left on them. Yeah. I and then I've got the- my, my two yeah, inside you- tires on my front axle are chopped up pretty good. But the okay. outside ones are good and flat. Now, the thing, the difference between buying new tires and putting on a truck and putting a recap on, recaps don't come as much tread depth as a new tire does, okay? Okay, okay. So, so if you've got 14 or 15, 30 seconds on your rear axle now and they're looking good, and if your yeah. recaps are all, let's say, 24, 30 seconds, which would be a pretty common number for a recap, that means the difference yeah. between them is only 9, 30 seconds. I don't care where you put them then, because you're less than 15, 30 seconds difference. It doesn't matter where you put them then. Okay, because I was going to move my rear axle to the front and then put uh, keep my two good ones and then put the two caps on one side or the other next to each other. That would be fine. So, okay, okay. All right. And the other thing I was going to ask you um, – I got the low, run the low pro 24 fives. I just put the new steers on, so I want to wear those out. But when right. the rest of my drives go, I want to go to 22 fives. Okay. On this, on this Freightliner Classic. Will that mess me up if I do the drives and wear these steers out and then go to 22s on the front? No, the truck won't care. The only thing that changes in the drives is going to change is your speed rating on your odometer. Okay. Okay. All right, and I can get that adjusted probably or something. Yeah. So yeah, that's no big deal. Okay. All right. All right, that'll work. But yeah, I want to let you know about the Daytona guys. They wanted me to come by when they had power back on from the storm and use the use the computer instead of your way. So I'm just going to go to one of your other shops. I appreciate so, that. I'm going to have to check I, on the rest of those shops because that's a chain of international dealers. And if they've all done that, we'll have to take them all off. Yeah. Okay. All right, All thank right. you, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yep. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, this is 214. Isn't that Dallas? Texas. 214. I'm proud of the Dallas. It's a Dallas. 214? Texas. Hello, Texas. Are you there, Texas? Hello, 214. Hello. I got nobody. Nobody. All right. All right. This is the other Florida. Okay. Are you there, Florida? Can you hear me now? I'm back. Awesome. Can you hear me? I can All hear right. you just fine. I'm back. What, what did I miss? What did we sell you? I don't know. It's been a little I while. was the one you were talking I was talking to, I think, uh, about the balance and uh, I need oh, to up okay, my... Okay. Okay. You were, you were wearing yeah. the, the second rib in on your left front on the inside edge. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you were running Goodyear's, you were running one ten, and I said you need one twenty. And then right. I was asking you what you were doing for balance. You weren't sure. And right now nothing. Nothing. So, okay. I, I think you need some balance. Because it's distorting as it's wearing. Right. And then the second question is, is there any feathered wear on the tire? If you slide your hand back and forth across it, is it sharp one way, smooth the other way? No. I mean, okay. the rest of the tire is fine. It's just that one rib. Okay, then really bad. Then I'm, then I'm definitely into inflation, and I'm definitely into balance, okay? Yeah. Okay. Now, and one other quick question. The vibration that you get, which we're pretty sure is balance, is it only there when you accelerate but not there when you decelerate? Uh, no, I, I haven't noticed. Okay, all right. Uh, let's let's just stick with the two things to start with and see what goes on, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Very good, buddy. Bye. Yep. All right. All right, we bye. Got we got one more, and it's not. Get off of there. Nope, two more. Sorry. Well, we'll see what we get to. Yeah. What do we got? 607. That is New York City. I get my picante sauce from there. All right. New York City. Hello, 607. Hey, Kevin. How are you doing, Mike? We're doing great. Yourself? I've been better, pretty me. Yeah, well, have we all? <laughs> yeah, I have a right 
front steer tire, mm-hmm. I get about between eighty and ninety thousand on the tire, and it starts giving me a river wear on the outside rib. And does it wipe out the outside rib altogether eventually? Eventually. Eventually. Okay. What year truck is this? I get about a, it's a 2013 uh, Freightliner. Okay. Are you in the truck? I am. Are you driving? No, I'm sitting. Cool. Is the engine running? It is. You know, the wheels straight ahead. They are. I'd like you to turn the steering wheel to the right and count how many turns the steering wheel turns. About two and a half. That's the problem. You've got a 55-degree wheel cut. When the tire goes all the way to the right, it rides up on its outside shoulder, and then it's turned so sharp the tire starts to wiggle and erases the outside shoulder. Now, there's a steering stop on the back side of the spindle that you can undo the lock nut and you can screw the bolt out so it touches the axle when you've turned two turns. It won't let you turn any further. Now, you won't wear the tire. Now, the truck won't turn as short, so you may decide, no, I need it to turn short. Fine, then pay for your tire. Mm-hmm. You may say, well, I don't need to turn as short, then fine, adjust the bolt and save your tires. Yeah, and where was the 607? 607, New York. New York. You might want a 55-degree wheel. Cut. Well, that depends on what you do with it. What, what's your operation like? Uh, OTR, cross-country. OTR, cross-country. You don't need to shortcut that. No. The only, time this, uh, no. the only time you need that shortcut is when you're backing in the docks and making delivery, and that's when it starts the wear. And then when you're driving straight down the road, it just eats the tire out. Yep. Gotcha. So basically, just two turns and then set the bolt at that point. Correct. That would be the best thing. And we're all, and honestly, we're really only worried about when it's turning to the right. Yeah, the reason we don't worry about it turning to the left is when you turn to the left and it wants to wiggle, the steering gearbox holds the left wheel. And you've got a whole other lever on the front side of the. But nothing holds the right wheel. Okay. Gotcha. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Not a problem, buddy. You bet. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. We got two more. I think we can get to him. Let's give it a shot. Five six one. Five six one. Florida again. Florida again. This is More the third Florida, Florida call. We're gonna have to charge extra for Florida another call. Florida call. Hello. Hey Mike. Yes, sir. Hey, um, I've got a ninety eight Volvo. Okay. And I just put all new tires on it. Uh-huh. I put Michelin XD N twos on the back. Okay. And then I put the X-Line Energy on the front. Okay. Um, what is the recommended air pressure? Now, is it the Low Pro 22.5 or the Tall 22? It's the Low. It's the, well, right. it's the 275.80 R225. I'm, I'm sorry. Correct. And the, and, and the sidewall of that tire will say 110 PSI, and I want 120 in the steers, and I want 100 in the rears. Okay. Okay. Now, I, I I got another question for you. We I'm, charge I'm double just... for the second question. Yeah. All right, no problem. <laughs> um, what you got? I was considering putting on Road Kings. Okay. Uh, but I'm being told not to go up to 120 if I put Road Kings on the front. I don't know what difference that would make to the shock. Um, they were telling me it'd be like riding on a rock. Bullshit. <laughs> One That's more about a, Okay. Since it was, wasn't right after I put these tires on, it was a few weeks later, I, I developed a shake in the front end when I only hit my brakes. Ah, you got an off-center brake drum. A brake drum? Yep. Yeah. You've got hub-piloted wheels, and the only thing that centers the brake drum is the large hole in the middle. And if the drum has slightly larger hole than the, than the, the piloting on the hub, the drum will get off-center, 
and then it grabs the brakes you every half a turn. And when you start stepping on the brakes, the steering wheel will chatter. Yeah, they need to center the steering. Hub, the chances are okay. it's foreign. Yeah, you need to center the drums. Okay. Well, I'm heading uh, towards Chad anyway, so. They can fix that. They know exactly what to do with that. B&E and Chad. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Okie dokie. All right. Appreciate it, Mike. You have a great day. Just make sure to you mention did. that to him. Bye. Right. Okay, one more. Let's try to get this one more. One more. Where's oh, he at? Two one four. Didn't we just? That's Dallas. Dallas. Oh, did we? Did we lose Dallas? We might have. Let's find out. Is this the Dallas call we lost? We I lost don't hear nobody. Okay. Well. Dead air. All right, folks, it's been fun. It's been real. We've answered some questions. We went overtime, which means we're going to charge everybody double for listening. But we appreciate it. We'll come back next Sunday. Try it again. All right. Thanks for calling, everybody. Bye.